0: By staying home, you can not only protect your health and that of those around you, but ensure that our healthcare professionals and our healthcare systems can focus
1: on those who need their help.
2: Hello, and welcome to Corona Movie Club, my entertainment world's answer to social isolation. Um, So we have a schedule of movies and we're all going to watch them independently in our own socially isolated homes and then three times a week we're going to get together over the internet and talk about them just like your mom's old book club used to do. Um, Except now there's nothing old about it because it's all over the internet and we're all social isolating so that we don't help spread the coronavirus around the universe. Um, So we have people from all over North America who are participating and there's going to be different people on each call from the uh, core group and so every episode I'm going to come in and introduce the film that we're going to be watching as well as the names of the people that are going to be on that week's call or that episode's call because we're going to be doing this three times a week. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy.
0: Let's go to the movies. It's something to do.
2: Continuing on our trend of reevaluating some really classic movies that are held in extremely high regard in popular culture, Um, today's episode is all about Close Encounters of the Third Kind, a 1977 sci-fi movie by Spielberg. Um, This is considered an amazing, groundbreaking film. Uh, I mean, Francois Truffaut is literally in it. Which tells you, I think, a little bit about how uh, film nerds regard this film, as well as uh, the type of film nerds that are like just really into like really populist uh, sci-fi genre, that kind of stuff. Like, it really is considered one of the greats. Um, And like we did with Citizen Kane, like we're doing, we're about to do with Godfather, we're doing all all of these classics. Uh, We thought we'd revisit this one and see if we think. It holds up to that reputation. Enjoy. I just realized I forgot to tell you who was on this call. It's myself, Kelly Bedard, uh, Susan Bond, Steve Vargo, and Matt Yipchak. Enjoy. I just, I was really bored. But I think maybe I'm just depressed, guys, because this I just haven't liked anything in weeks. I like Shakespeare, but I haven't liked any of the movies we've (laughs) talked about, like, at all. Um, I thought
0: you half-liked The Raiders, Doc.
2: Yeah, I... (laughs) Maybe yeah, I half liked that. Maybe. Hmm. You should have just heard the one Susan and I just did by
0: ourselves. I was just <laughs> it was so- oh, Spring Breakers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. oh, was it just okay, YouTube? this is my confession with Spring Breakers. I tried to watch it and hated it so much, I turned it off. Legit. So I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I I really wanted to do that. The only reason I kept going was that my two of my favorite film critics love it. And hmm. I just was determined to see what they see and like I don't believe in turning it off. But I desperately wanted to turn it off and if i didn't if i wasn't worried i would have to show up at movie club and yeah. and and like <laughs> not have seen the movie um i would have probably turned it off
0: but it was just me the, and
2: i was just oh like bummer
0: it was the first time since york that i've had the sensation of feeling trapped in watching a movie that i had zero investment in and then when it got to a certain point in the time like in terms of time like i think when the 45 or 50 minute mark hit i was like i have the power to stop this (laughs) like i'm not being graded and i'm i'm doing it you're gonna pay
2: for making good decisions that's a good adult (laughs) self-care decision right there
0: apparently it's like an (laughs) allegory
1: a bible allegory or something i know there was some
0: there there was bible school briefly yeah there's i I noticed that it's like hell
1: and devil
3: allegory of what
1: in Spring it, Breakers. Yeah, there's some sort of like similar story going on. With
0: <laughs> oh good. So
2: it's stupid and pretentious. yeah My yeah. <laughs> favorite. Yeah.
0: Of course no, it is. It. James Franco's in it. That's every <laughs> James Franco movie. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well Okay.
2: But we are not here to relitigate Spring Breakers nope. <laughs> which is an atrocity of a movie. We're here to have me sit quietly while you very respectfully discuss close encounters of the third kind, which is very boring and a half hour too long okay go it was
0: interesting watching it and thinking to myself this is being made by the man who's remaking west side story (laughs) like how did his career take a turn in the 30 plus years and how did he transition from being the guy who made stuff like this into like just doing stuff with no aliens very effectively like catch me if you can but then going back to like he just he jumps really interestingly from doing wacky sci-fi sometimes crap. I don't want to say this was crap, but in some ways it kind of was to like really well-made movies and like the technical brilliance was still evident here, like with how he visually captures stuff like with his camera work and his visual storytelling was all evident, but there just wasn't much of a story worth telling and the aliens just show up at the frickin' end And the other movie, like, I kept comparing it to Fire in the Sky, if anyone's seen that, which I think is from a similar time period in the 80s when people like making movies about aliens that weren't really at all about aliens until, like, one very intense scene in, like, the third act. And I don't remember much about Fire in the Sky, but I feel like it's a better movie. Because from what I remember, Fire in the Sky is all about this one guy's PTSD after having been abducted. And you see him briefly at the beginning with his family. Then he's, like, gone. Then he comes back and he doesn't talk. And, like, his wife is all, oh, what happened? Why are you so sad? And then at the very end, you actually see, like, what happens when he's in the ship getting probed by the aliens. And it's very well done and very unsettling, especially for, like, an 80s movie. So, yeah, I feel like this was just a less effective fire in the sky. Bearing in mind, I remember next to nothing about fire in the sky. (laughs)
2: <laughs> um okay so my first question is definitely susan you totally saw this when it came out right or not in the 70s sev- no it's 77. <laughs> no not when it Like came you out. saw it when you were a i've kid. never oh. seen it before i've never saw- seen it. Before. really and you really. loved it i was
3: a- I, uh, <sighs> I i asked my roommate out loud six times are you sure this isn't a horror movie because it built mm. suspense okay. so it was so terrifying oh. Yeah, it had, so like, yeah, no, no. Okay. It, was so it does, have, it does have
1: suspensive, like, suspense. Yeah, I can't horror movies, moments. but...
3: So I looked up, and it was, like, a year after Jaws. This was when Steven mm. Spielberg was a horror filmmaker.
2: Yes, it was made uh, 10 years before I thought it was made. That is a thing. In my head, it was a, it's an 80s movie. No, no, it's a, yeah,
0: it's... Oh, it's, it's 70s.
2: Yeah, it's from oh. the 70s. Yeah, 77, I looked it up, but it was definitely, like...
3: Yeah, um, and yeah, it was just so, parts of it were just so... Eerie, like the kid being pulled through the cat door. Oh, <laughs> important, important note yeah. for this discussion. I can't watch horror movies because I'm oh, scared. God. <laughs> so, um except for ones that Steven Spielberg makes, um, so I can watch Jurassic Park. Kind War? of family Yeah, I can watch Jurassic Park. I can watch
2: Jaws, but I can't. But that's
3: How
1: about why, ET.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> but but so yeah, that's- this was like a less magical ET.
2: Well, that's interesting because, like, I think of him as doing a lot of kids movies, especially yeah. in this era because, again, I thought it was the 80s. Um, and then this is, like, it's a it's a genre. And, and then he makes, mm-hmm. on the other side of the coin, he makes, like, really serious dramas. Um, and he seemed to have those sort of two wheelhouses in his early career. And then this one is a genre movie, but it's, like, quite explicitly not a kids movie, I would say. Yes. It's dark yeah. and he abandons his family and... Uh, yeah. I don't know what it's about, but it's definitely not for kids.
1: No. <laughs> he goes crazy and he forgets he has a wife and children. That's like, that's what happens. He joins yeah, the air. You're less important
3: in this mountain. Yep. <laughs> also, the other time my roommate saw it was at the base of that mountain. They play it every night.
1: Oh, wow. Really? What?
3: Yeah. At that I park. Believe go that. that. park. You stay at that park. They play it at the base of the mountain every night. I
1: believe that. Wow. Yeah. I believe that. Okay. <laughs>
2: Okay, Fun. so Susan, yeah. you were making some faces while Matt spoke, which okay. is why I thought you'd seen it in the '80s, and it was like we like attached to it. Other no, than just admiring I, it being a horror movie, why why did you like this movie?
3: Well, I don't know that I have more than that. I don't need to like everything about a movie to think that it's valuable to enjoy. I know, and I
2: understand yeah. that, like. I'm definitely supposed to like this movie. Like this is a classic movie. And I don't quite see Steve, you say tell me what am I missing?
1: What what's amazing? Um, okay. The the thing about this movie it's all about wonder. Yeah, that's what it's about. But that's it.
3: Yeah. You're,
1: you're wondering the whole time it's interesting. Um aliens are always interesting, that idea of just like what's out there. But like it kind of okay. doesn't go beyond that.
3: Yeah, that I sort idea. of the, I like it less at the end. Like I like the wonder part. The parts I don't like are the big ship, which is one of the only things that looks bad, um, and the the, yeah. the the alien with the arm reaching out, which is the other thing that looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And like basically that whole yeah, I like it better if they don't ever come.
1: I don't. I don't get the the musical symphony oh, yeah, I thought it was going to
3: be, I thought it, it was, was funny be and Disney weird. I'm like, where
1: yeah, people, upon what a the star. hell is going on? This is interesting and weird and what, like, I just don't get this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm, I'm like, what is the point of this? What, what, yeah. what did they gain from this? What was communicated? What, like nothing happened.
3: Well, and it's less <laughs> mysterious once they figure it out. Right. Like I kind of like the mystery. Well, sure. Like, yeah, the yeah. mysterious part. And then when they figure yeah. it out and they're like, we just played a bunch of times and then we like, play piano at
2: each other it is interesting <laughs> that, that having I seen that. arrival earlier for this mm. uh, movie yes yeah. language a lot simpler in 1997 or 1977 yeah. then yeah. <laughs> we get to 2017 or whatever that was and amy adams is like no they don't understand what a question is
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> do they know that this is music what we're playing exactly yeah.
2: Or Did, they don't. Are
1: they That's actually telling better. us something and we are just, this and is magic.
2: They happen to know the hand signals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although I will yeah. say casting Truffaut as that guy was a major flex. Oh,
3: yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Honestly, so ballsy. <laughs> like
3: maybe you haven't heard of me. I'm going to be Steven Spielberg in the future.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. It is a little bit like you see his name in the credits and you go like, Wait, but that's got to be a different guy named Truffaut, right? There's multiple Truffauts. It's like the John Smith of France.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) There were some good scenes. I really liked the whole him creating that thing and him going crazy at the house and just putting things in his window. Like, I just, I liked that whole scene. I don't think it's needed, but...
0: I love just that whole... I guess I liked it because something was finally happening.
1: But it's like we knew that this was a mountain. Like we like, <laughs> like there was Wyoming, there was Wyoming, Wyoming. We saw all these images of this, like, what else can this be but a mountain? When, once um, I looked at Wyoming, I was like, okay, it's a mountain. They want us to go there.
0: How did he build that mountain out of the limited things he threw through his window? He threw yeah, a lot of everything in his there.
3: house, yeah. right? Well, like, was it made you, out of the dirt? In his house.
0: Oh, okay. He found a way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, life found a way. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was, I don't know. Yeah, I, just I think, that, I, that think I agree
3: that it was half an hour too long, but I just mean the last half hour. Like, I like it all <laughs> up until the ship comes
2: down and they start talking to each other. That's where, really? that's where it is. That's was the looking. part most people like, though,
1: isn't it? Uh, I liked I him. If, if it. If we didn't see the aliens, I would be like, what was the point? So, like, I feel like we needed we needed to go, get get somewhere. We needed to get the ship. We needed to... All those people coming back, I think, is very
0: interesting.
3: I would have been sad uh, if uh, the kid
0: was a kid. I felt
3: kidding.
0: like that it was, was very cute <laughs> wasted potential, having people from various time periods just returning to Earth and not examining that. Like, to me, that's... Yeah, the most fascinating thing. And that's like what I wanted to see a movie about, even the though it's kind of a blip on the right Great out of time comedy. So, you
2: yes. know, yeah. man.
3: So that was, so that was the other thing is that when it first started, I was like, I don't understand what's going on. There's a windstorm. Some people speak English and some people speak French and sometimes they're subtitling and sometimes they're not. <laughs> I feel like this is a whole, like a whole uh, sort of fantasia on what it's on like lack of communication being unable to understand each other. I was like, oh yeah, this is good, I get it. And then later I was like, no, I just couldn't understand what was going on. That's not the same thing. Uh, But then the people came back, I was like, oh, that's what that scene at the beginning that is totally unrelated to the rest of the movie was about. And I like it less.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There was like some, it looked like there was some like Victorian dressed woman that came out of there as well. So it's just like the idea that they've been abducting people for years and years and and then they just decided to
2: give them all back
1: yeah but like yeah why did they take them why yeah but but it's interesting and just like people disappear oh it's probably aliens. they were on the ship
2: it's yeah that's a clever idea the idea that anyone who's ever disappeared under mysterious circumstances it it was all aliens yeah but there is something more interesting than the rest of the movie in the idea of like why are you giving them all back now? And also, yeah. what's how how are these people doing? Are they okay? Can we <laughs> investigate that trauma for a minute? Agreed. This three-year-old kid who followed the aliens into the clouds, um, how does he turn out? Want to it know. Seemed
1: like the pilots it's not just, an actor.
2: That's how he turns out. It Google
3: seemed that. like the
1: pilots just woke up from a dream. Like, they, they hmm. weren't even awake while they were on the ship the whole time. Like, it seemed like that they were just, like, coming out of this ship in, in a new time and era, and they don't even know what happened.
0: Oh well, yeah, I think I, they were definitely. I wonder if
1: time doesn't
3: travel. I, I wonder if the the spaceship is also a time ship.
2: Oh right, like in, yeah, like that's in what space. It
3: yeah, yeah, they pick, They they were picking them up all in different of our time, but it was just an hour ago for everyone.
1: But then it was only a second for them, then, so nothing yeah.
3: happened to
2: them. So there would be no, <laughs> no trauma, which is why it's okay. The movie doesn't care about their trauma.
0: <laughs> but what about when they find out their loved ones have been dead for a hundred years?
2: There's an interesting movie. Write me that. Yeah, I would have watched that. There you
0: go. There we go.
2: I just feel like such a bummer. Like, this is a movie people like. Why don't I like any of these movies, guys? What's going on?
0: I feel like potentially this movie set the f- groundwork for better movies to come after it, mm-hmm. is all I would think and hope, because, yeah, I'm sort of, I was consistently comparing it to other movies in my head that had similar structures but were better executed like Fire in the Sky which I don't remember all that well or Abyss I think that's what it's called the James Cameron movie I really generally don't care for (laughs) James Cameron but I remember from what I remember about that movie you don't see the aliens again until the very end but it just it's like a domestic drama with this like dysfunctional couple working together on this expedition on a submarine so like they're trapped with each other and Like there's a really beautiful scene when she basically dies and then he like gives her CPR and slaps her back to life and is screaming like in her face, please wake up. I love you. But then he's calling her horrible names. I'm like, see, like that's a movie where it's about the relationships that come together because of the aliens. And then the aliens are just like a nice little cherry on top. And I felt like the missing factor with this movie is that I did not care whatsoever about any of these very generic seventies Americans.
1: That reminds me of like, that description reminds me of like melancholia, um, which is, can be very boring to some people, but if you're really in the mood for it, it's, it's a really good slow burn. Of, is that Kirsten
0: Dunst, like, yeah. lying in the water on the poster?
1: Yeah, that's just like the intro yes. to the movie. It has nothing to okay. do with the, what happens. In the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> she
2: just lies in the water, though. I
1: don't if we had bed. Anyway. <laughs> But uh, um, that's
2: a really good movie, though. I
1: think yeah, that's a good that's a good movie that has some sort of sci fi end of the world, whatever it is thing going on. But it's about the characters dealing with it. Yeah, Or it's more about the characters dealing with it and depression and all, the, all this other stuff.
2: Yeah, that's a movie that's straight up about something. Yeah, I'm not sure. I,
3: think I don't mind movies that just sit in a vibe effectively, even
2: if nothing else happens sure i just maybe i just hated everybody and that was my problem (laughs) that's fair that's seems to be my problem lately i
1: don't know i don't know it was
2: so long everything took so long like if maybe this if this movie had been a straight 90 minutes it wouldn't have annoyed me so much. Because it's not like, it, like Spring Breakers, which is a tight 90 minutes, annoyed me on like a visceral, not, it didn't annoy me, it angered me on a really yeah. visceral, like yeah, I don't want struggling. to see that many bare breasts in a male ma- male made film. I just don't want to, it makes me uncomfortable. Like there were so many things about it that made me mad. Whereas there was something really wrong here, like the performances are good, it's nicely shot, it's inoffensive, it's fine. It might have, I might have even liked it, but it, it felt so indulgent. Everything took a million years to happen. Everything moved so slowly. And then even things like the soldiers coming off of the ship, we got their, like, dog tag numbers. We got four different sets of full dog tag numbers. We could have gotten that point with just one set of dog tag (laughs) numbers. Like, why... Why? It just felt like he it felt like the sort of movie that's made by a director who has too much power and is late in their career. So like where was the editor on this one when he was so early and should have had no power and someone should have been checking him?
3: I think it's all about <laughs> Steven Spielberg learning to do all the things
2: that Steven Spielberg is so good at it.
1: True.
2: This is like a test case. Like a
1: director. It's just like, like a technical, technical a movie. Stuff. Here's a lesson Did in technical the
3: Did he make the War of the Worlds movie from a few years back? Yes. He did, yes. And it was bad, right? I didn't
1: see it.
2: I remember it being
1: fine. There's some great effects, great action scenes, some good images. There's some moments where there's some human interactions that are good, but... um, other than that, it's just like a little action movie.
3: Okay, it, I, I kept thinking, I bet this guy would make a good War of the Worlds.
1: <laughs> <There's laughs> this guy.
2: <laughs> Spielberg, you
3: mean? <laughs> oh, no, it's the 70s. He's not Spielberg yet. He's only made Jaws. He's only made no, Jaws. He and made Duel. Like,
0: he made Duel. Yeah. It was Jaws on a Road.
1: Yeah. Some okay. A friend a friend of mine once said, uh, if there was any director that you would, if, if you had to choose one director to bring onto you like you know your your island thing that the island idea of just like what director would you bring to that island a nice one all Ooh. of his movies and spielberg was the best Ooh. one because he has so many variety so much variety
2: mm-hmm.
1: um so, so robert oh,
2: you mean the guy doesn't have to come with you like you no, correct it, you just bring their
1: it's filmography about the, it's about their filmography.
2: Oh, okay yeah. so it's not yes, like if right, you yeah. brought tarantino you'd have to <laughs> that with tarantino oh god <laughs> okay <laughs> That's a totally different question.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. it yes. is. Yes, yeah.
2: um, yeah, Spielberg is a good answer there because he's yeah. prolific and he he's varied. Um, yeah, yeah. get to have and Catch
3: Me If You Can good. and Jurassic Park.
0: Exactly. Because True.
3: That's like most of my moods.
1: <laughs> I like the Terminal and Catch Me If You Can. I like those little those movies too. Did he
0: do the Terminal? Yeah. Oh, good job. <laughs> yes.
2: He is. There's like a, there's a, there is a Spielberg for any mood you're in. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you're, you're really feeling like watching Catch Me If You Can, and sometimes it's more of a, the post situation, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, the post. Mm. And then sometimes
2: mm. ET, you know, like there's, a, there's,
3: oh, they, they It's always Jurassic Park for me. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's I probably one it. of my favorite
0: of his, definitely Jurassic Park.
1: Yes. Yeah. Has anyone
0: seen again. prop, no, not prop culture. No, yeah, prop culture and, the gallery on Disney Plus where they are talking about making The Mandalorian. No. Basically, almost every episode always comes back to one person who's sort of within the age range of probably like 35 to 50-ish, and they talk about how the big life-changing moment of their life was going to see Jurassic Park, <laughs> and the eye-opening revelation of like, this is what movie making is capable of right now, mm-hmm. ergo, this is what I have to do with my life. So yes, Jurassic Park seems to be a very, very affecting movie to people, which I thoroughly enjoy it. I was just too scared of Dinosaurs to see it when it came out originally, but I don't think I saw it until I was in my 20s, but I was still very wowed.
3: It. I definitely was a the child boundaries. and read the whole book in one sitting the next day.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Nice. I
3: mean, I wasn't a young child, right? <laughs> but, um,
1: he definitely pushes the boundaries on special effects. Like that's what Jurassic Park was at the uh, of its time, and I think mm-hmm. that's what this movie was too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it does a pretty good job. I don't know if like the design, like Kelly has. Uh was it Kelly or Susan that Susan, you didn't like the big ship at the end? You didn't like the big ship. I think season?
3: it was probably really great in the seventies. I think it's one of the only things that yeah. not aged well.
1: But the design of it and implementing it, I think it was very well done. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: And I kind of did like the the like landing strip and the people running around on it. Like I, I yeah. did I liked even though it looked like a model. Kind of. Kind of looked like it a football a weird,
1: field. There was a weird yes. perspective there with them on the mountain looking down. Like I don't yeah. like not, I wasn't sure. Like, are they on the mountain there at the bottom of it? Like
3: Yeah, and because we've seen going so on. many models of the mountain, like yeah. drawing attention to this might just be a model is not a great choice. Mm. <laughs> but um Yeah, but I did I I liked that. I just wish the aliens had never shown up. I I recognize that makes me the opposite of everyone else. Kelly looks so angry. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah
1: there's also just. like three different aliens like there's the tall lanky one yes. that like annoyed me MC right like he
3: was like <laughs> man? welcome yeah, to yeah. space
1: yeah, yeah. Here, the, here are my children all of these little aliens and then there's Were the they? one that does the hand gesture that looks completely right. different than the other ones has this mm-hmm. weird like face on a face that looks like Voldemort in the first movie <laughs>
0: I was just, I feel like if this was made today, it would be in the same universe as E.T. and they just all would have been cute little E.T.'s.
3: Well, they're, because they're kind of like E.T. They're like close to Mm E.T.'s. Yeah.
1: Definitely that last one. Except for the,
3: like, Slender Man MC. Mm -hmm. The The
2: little, the little ones are, they're like pretty standard greys, right? Like they have those eyes and like, they're almost like a cartoonish interpretation of like we all know what aliens look like which is like a fundamental thing we don't know about aliens (laughs) that doesn't make any sense if we don't if there's one thing we don't know it's what aliens look like (laughs) that was a weird move for me because like if you are going to design two other types of aliens just make I don't know were these because those also (laughs) they all looked like they were just children dressed up so I guess that's just what was available at the costume shop (laughs) <laughs> were these established aliens
1: they treated also like they almost act like human or uh, children too like when bringing him to the cage yeah. and or the cage mm-hmm. the ship
2: yeah they were it's extremely like, humanoid yeah it was weird i, don't
1: I think
3: know. they were doing that to make them not seem terrifyingly yes. powerful like that's the, the problem is that they're all
1: this wasn't at least collectively
3: Thomas. they have a terrifying power so you have to soften them up a little bit like et so terror should be so terrifying but he's got those giant eyes and so we all sort of relax a little bit so mm-hmm. i think right. this is early spielberg understanding what like figuring out what's scary and what's not scary
2: i do like that they're not malicious i think that's yeah. really evolved especially for 1977 yeah. um that like not all invaders are malicious or like uh, or not not all like foreign entities yeah. are uh here yeah. to destroy you they're just old war. That's a big step. <laughs>
3: yeah, and that was
1: interesting in Arrival too because they are definitely terrifying, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, but they're very benign. They they're very benign.
3: Yeah, as far as we know, who knows what they're. Yes, well, there. yes, that's true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they're asking but, for help. <laughs> yeah.
0: I feel like that was a precedent set by original Day the Earth Stood Still because they're kind of. Um, That's the word I'm looking for. They're kind of aggressive, but only for the purposes of being peaceful. Like they invade specifically to say, we're here to see if you're like, if the human race is worthy of joining the galactic, whatever, whatever. So like we need to see if humans are good hearted or not. And then of course we're not. But I think that's kind of a through line in alien related movies that resonate for a longer period of time. The ones where they're not super, Mm -hmm. here to destroy us and like it just makes us look back and question ourselves in the broader context of the galaxy and the world which this movie didn't really make me do it kind of did but it didn't not as much as I wanted it to I want an alien movie to make me question my morals my existence and everything to do with philosophy that I don't understand
1: yeah or just like what what would you do in that situation just like what oh hi that sort mm-hmm. of thing no no like just I like depending on what the situation <laughs> put the, is put it, the
3: chair under the door and, put the rug over the thing but if it's an, just if it's it's an the,
1: asteroid <laughs> or like whatever it is those science movies yeah. like just like what would you do and also like it seemed like he was sort of he went insane these people kind of went
3: mm-hmm.
1: crazy they were having visions and um, so you couldn't he couldn't control himself so was sort of an interesting thing there but it just didn't really take off as mm-hmm. much as like there wasn't like yeah. anyone questioning it that much except for like what's wrong with you what's wrong with you i'm leaving
0: yeah no they felt so like there why were lots were they of more scared of
3: radiation it was the cold war yes. did, did did anybody else think about the Chern, the chernobyl bridge scene when they were all standing out there we mm-hmm. were like justine you got irradiated from doing that what are you thinking why are you letting those children be here
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah. I, I it was an interesting idea that they that the army uh closed down the road and like also put like made the animals sleep, put the animals to sleep to just scare away citizens. <laughs> to
3: sleep? That's what you
1: think they did? <laughs> Wait, sorry, what did <laughs> <if>, didn't they <laughs> you mean don't they, euthan- they just straight up murdered a bunch of animals? To scare no, what, we're in, okay. But then <laughs> it's just cuz they talked about using the gas on something else and you're like he'll, he'll just be put to sleep and people
3: they were talking about using the gas on people because yeah
1: oof. but you but it that w- they were going to kill them that's what you're saying
3: that they did kill all those animals oh, okay okay i the, thought it was just
1: a sleep thing i didn't and that I, other guy in the mountain probably
3: around. doesn't make it <laughs> i just, i think i might trust the american military less than you do i think that's what's going on right now. um
2: well so that's the question like this movie does sort of start in on like don't trust the government stuff, but then yeah. there's not like, like even that wasn't really <laughs> what what it was.
0: about. Yeah, no, it, it's yeah. another. It has so yeah. many seeds of good movies, yeah, and it doesn't yeah. become any of them.
1: Yeah, I, I
2: agree. it's I don't know. That's why
1: I think it was just about wonder. Like that's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's all about the I don't know, and you're mm-hmm. not going to know. That's yeah.
3: A, the encounter, <laughs> the encounter with the unknown. The yeah. Third
1: kind, but it begins and ends there. That's and it's. I don't think it's explained with a
3: third, the third kind. I, no, actually,
0: yeah, yeah, I want It's an actual yeah. thing, though. In terms, I of know the, it's an actual thing, but, but that I don't remember.
3: That what it is.
2: one of the characters have told us what it was?
3: Yeah. yeah. Or oh yeah. That one of the other sense. One's what it. Was?
0: Yeah. Need to look it up now. Oh, it's just making me read about the movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. Read
0: about the actual okay. encounter. See,
1: I kind of wanted the aliens to be evil at the end because after the the lovely symphony tuba thing. I was just like, yeah. if, they, if they start attacking people, this is like, this is what Mars Attacks is at the beginning, <laughs> you know? Yeah,
3: that's a good movie.
1: Yeah, that's a fun
3: movie. I love Mars Attacks. That's
0: yeah. a good Tim Burton movie. <laughs> I feel like most Tim Burton movies are good, just some are less good than others. <laughs> some are extremely less good than others.
1: I saw Sleepy Hollow the other day after many years, and it's not that great.
0: <laughs> oh, but it's so fun. Also, it's like, I just, I like mm-hmm. that he gave me a full-length Headless Horseman movie. Okay, Close Encounter.
2: You're <laughs> the second person there this we week go. to tell me you just rewatched Sleepy Hollow.
1: Oh, it was, it was on, it was on some like AMC or
0: whatever TV network. Yeah.
1: Okay,
2: um, okay. a
0: close a- encounter <laughs> of the third kind is a UFO encounter in which an animated entity is present. These include humanoids, robots, and humans who seem to be occupants or pilots of a UFO.
2: What is a second kind? Yeah. Second
0: kind... Is when a UFO event, a UFO event in which a physical effect is alleged. This can be interference in the functioning of a vehicle or electronic device, animals reacting, a physiological effect, effect such as paralysis or heat and discomfort in the witness, or some physical trace like impressions in the ground, scorched or otherwise affected vegetation or a chemical trace.
3: And the first kind?
0: Ah, uh, you see it. <laughs> Very concise. Yes. <laughs> <Nice. Well done. laughs> or I think that's what it is. Uh, vis- visual <laughs> sightings of an unidentified flying object seemingly less than 500 feet away that show an appreciable ang- angular extension and considerable detail. Sorry, this is which kind? The uh, first- that's the first. So, okay. The first so kind first- is what
3: happens in the early scene. The second kind is what happens when he's in the truck. Yeah. And the third oh, yeah. kind is the end of the movie.
0: The third is oh, when you see oh, that. The first, second, and third act of the movie.
2: Wouldn't it have been cool if we had had the information necessary to understand that while watching the movie? <laughs> I agree. Yes. I agree.
1: It's like, this is just a first encounter, guys. Let's go home. <laughs> this is
0: just first kind. Call us when you get to third kind. Yeah. <laughs> this is just like a sort of closing. Like
3: a distance. <laughs> <then> a middle <laughs> distance encounter.
2: Yeah.
1: This is just a Bigfoot in the thing. It's not actual Bigfoot. <laughs> right. <Yeah.
2: laughs> Oh, okay.
1: What's next on
2: <laughs> you guys? Fiction? Does anyone have anything else to say about this movie?
1: Over overhyped, definitely overhyped. I would. On- I'm guess.
3: glad that Steven Spielberg made this early because I think it got <laughs> a lot. It helped him develop a lot of tools that he used later.
0: Yeah, I think it's again the kind of movie that was that could only have been made when it was made because we don't have patience for that crap now
2: (laughs) also because the effects would look stupid now so i think about this with jurassic park all the time what was so incredible about jurassic park was because he couldn't do everything with computers so it was incredibly Mm -hmm. creative and interesting and now they're just like cool we'll put it in post and everything looks stupid. Whereas yeah. now mm-hmm. they would just be like, cool, we'll just add some lights.
0: See, I'm predisposed to hate all CGI. So I appreciated the practical <laughs> effects in this. Because I think even bad practical effects will always look better than good CGI.
2: That's what so, I'm saying. Is yeah. it that oh, yeah. now it would be really cheap and simple. Uh, oh, no. yeah. You, yeah. And
0: I'm that's agreed. not
2: the point. Like, You take away the like, innovation and artistry of the effects. And this movie has a lot less going for it than it initially yeah. had. Uh, but if it you was like, like place, like, place
3: it turning on was so terrifying to me that part was great yeah
2: yeah if you play like think about being in the 70s and s- going in the theater and seeing this and like that would be mind-blowing um mm-hmm. uh, it's just we are now jaded about effects and we expect <laughs> a certain level and then we like try it we can see through them and we're like okay but what does your story have going for
1: it the yeah, answer is, was not a lot this is on a lot of top like, top 10 lists this movie i feel like and it i just don't think it dessert like eat like now and Mm -hmm. i'm just like i don't think it deserves to be yeah i don't i didn't
2: i didn't really understand it but that's that's what the problem is i keep picking these movies that i like hadn't seen but had heard about Mm -hmm. forever i actually saw this once when i was a kid and thought it was boring and then i thought i was wrong i thought i was just a kid who wasn't very sophisticated and didn't know what i was talking about and had to rewatch it as an adult who would understand it now and then i was sitting there hoping it would be over soon um so that's what keeps biting me in the butt is when it, i'm like picking putting things on the schedule because i've like heard amazing things and just never seen it so next is pulp fiction which is one of those but i have faith that it'll be great and then after that we've got, you've got, yeah. then you've got, well, got mail. we're all happy from there
0: i'm so <laughs> yeah. excited yeah. That you watch yeah. Got
2: tarantino. i've seen, yeah oh so my tarantino relationship is odd like i sort of tuned into him um like In I've seen all of the recent ones so from Glorious Bastards on and then I've seen Kill Bill um, which I don't like but I like all the other ones well I didn't like Hateful Eight very much but I've sort of seen everything from like the modern era um, but I just Mm -hmm. have these glaring um, You
1: got much better uh, in Glorious Bastards I thought that was a I think that's
2: probably the
3: best one i was obsessed one. with pulp fiction It so it came out when i was in high school and i would i made i've probably seen it 12 times i made everyone know i watch it <laughs> one person at a time at one point yeah.
1: um yeah i am a fan of his i do like most of his movies and I've yeah seen, i've seen most of them too
2: i have high expectations for this one so we'll see i like his dialogue and i understand this to be a dialogue heavy one so yeah we shall see but that's for next time yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. in the meantime I'm sorry for hating everything. (laughs) (laughs) See you on Friday. (laughs) Bye, guys.